Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is Jessica Kufferman. Welcome to episode 338 of She Podcast. I'm your co-host, and with me as always, the trepidatious Elsie Escobar. That's a big word. Trepidatious. A, a tiny person, but here you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's Elsie. I'm me. Yes. Elsie, just for funsies, let's talk about what, what microphone are you talking on? A Shure what? This is an Ashure MV7X. And I am on the Heil PR30 gold painted. Gold painted. And uh, just in case you guys were curious and thought we'd just rattle that off right away. Yeah. You can go to Shure or Heil.com and check those out. We forgot to hit record at the beginning. So that was take two of our beginning announcements. <laughs> It's Thanksgiving week, and you won't hear this if you're a listener until the week after that, which will be Hanukkah, by the way, since it's redonkulously early this year. And so early. I think, you know, I'm just, it's the last couple of years has been obnoxiously early. And I think it's just so that Jews can get all of their shopping out of the way without having to wait. Is that how the And whole- also, we're trying to distance ourselves from Christmas. So that people don't say, it's Jewish Christmas. It's not. It's not that thing. It's just Hanukkah all by itself, alone. Oh, my gosh. We don't associate with Christmas. We don't (laughs) care about Christmas. We like the lights because our thing is Festival of Lights. So that's our thing. Right. And y'all have stolen it. It's cool. Hey, listen, it's not, but, but actually it's not, I think the entire sense of humanity and the, and humanity as a whole recognizes that there is something to be said or something within nature that brings back the light right around the end of the year. It's just a coming back to the light. That's That's not what it's about either, but thank you. What I'm saying is like the theme. Oh, you mean in general? In general, the themes around end of year holidays are very much about light there is a yes but in our case it is the usual someone tried to wipe us out a miracle happened let's eat potato pancakes (laughs) that's all it is it's that the you know the temple was destroyed in ancient greece and jacob maccabee yaakov maccabeov no, I'm just kidding. That's not his last name. I think his name is Jacob, though. Jacob Maccabee and his little army, they were trying to put the temple back together, and they only had enough oil to have light in the temple for one day, but it lasted eight days because of a miracle. And so that's why we eat oily food on Hanukkah, like fried chicken, potato pancakes, and donuts. Oh, my gosh. I had no idea about that. And, is that really yep, a thing? Like you're that supposed is really to eat a thing. oily food? You're supposed to eat food that has been fried in oil. I mean, I try to spread it out so that like one night I'll have donuts for dessert. And then, yeah, you mostly just eat fried chicken and potato pancakes. But, you know, you got to sprinkle in some other healthy stuff so you don't die that night. I didn't do that till I moved here, actually. Like that wasn't a thing for me growing up. We never did that. Like my family didn't do that. Um, but apparently it's a thing. Donuts are sufganiot in Hebrew. And we eat sufganiot and I forget, yeah, again, fried chicken, whatever. So yeah, it doesn't really have to do with the solstice or the light or the darkness. It just has to do with the fact that we couldn't light our lamps, but they stayed lit for whatever reason. But there's light. So you celebrate by eating disgusting food as usual, like all Jewish food. 
disgusting. That's not true. I'm just kidding. You. So, yeah, it's already Hanukkah. That's all I wanted to say. It's already Hanukkah. Um, we're ready to start the show. We don't have any Hanukkah recommendations. We'll probably do like a here's the crap I want episode next time. This time, we're just going to like get into some stories some and talk about some podcasting things. Except I am going to say one thing before ne- yes. the next episode that I discussed with Elsie this morning. There's a new trend for purses. Shearling purses. They're very cute. They're covered in sheep fur and other kinds of fur. And I am... Or just plushy stuff. They're just plushy, but fur-lined and or fur-covered purses. And I'm oddly drawn to this, even though no one, and I mean no one, has a need for that. But they're cute. They are cute. They are cute. Mind you, again, though, I mean, there could be fur, but also just fuzzy and furry. Like, it doesn't need to be actual animal. Yeah, there's a Calvin Klein one that's pink, and there's one in anthropology that I was, like, very close to buying for no, no reason at all. Everybody because tell Jess, do not My wallet does not get cold. A fuzzy I don't need purse. this. Why? I don't need it. I don't, because it's stupid. Duh. It is, yes. So stupid. Um, okay, ready? Let's go into it. Let's go into it. We are now going to discuss. I don't know why you brought this to the table because I'm the fan, not you. Because I thought it was a funny article. And I also liked the way that the article described her show. So the article that I wanted to talk about today was Podcast Business Journal has claimed that Alex Cooper is the most famous woman no one's ever heard of. Wait, Podcast Business Journal said this? Well, it says it in the article that I posted. Alex Cooper is undoubtedly the most famous woman you've never heard of. She's the perfectly pretty, perpetually selfie-ready 27-year-old American behind the outrageous, outrageously successful sex and relationships podcast, Call Her Daddy. If you haven't heard of that either, never mind. It's just that you're too old. Okay, fuck you, the times. I don't like that. Don't call people old just because they haven't heard of this woman. She looks mean and terrible. She does not look mean. And t- oh, look at this. Well, there's like, I'm trying to find us a really her good Her hair is thing. so bleached, it's gray. Her hair is actually like that, dude. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yes. yes. I'm sure it grows right out of her head, that weird color. That's her house. Call Her thing. Daddy is, let's see, a woman's locker room conversation. I call it the lewdest, most graphic, hilarious, ghastly examination of complicated sexual misdemeanors and triumphs I've ever heard. And then the author says, I'm definitely too old. I mean, episode titles include You're Just a Hole, Gluck Gluck 9000, which is Cooper's patented oral sex technique and how I glucked my way to the top. That's gross. Dude, you have to listen. Listen, I think most of you all know me. You know that I'm not particularly into these kinds of conversations as a whole. Like, it's just not something that I'm into. But again, as somebody who started podcasting, and I think she was 25, now she's 27. um, And the way that she has pivoted as a 25-year-old to recognize the power that she's holding and doing her very best to empower a lot of young women about therapy, mental health, 
she was caught photoshopping. That's a really great article that she wrote. She got caught uh, photoshopping one of her pictures that was was posted on Instagram, and then it went viral on TikTok. People calling her out, saying like, "You photoshopped your thing." And she did a complete ep- podcast episode owning up to it, why she did it, how much pressure there is for social media. I um, did it she's... for the pressure. No, but like <laughs> she like. The way that she uh, really brought that forward and the way that she started to really empower women and challenge them to turn off likes and comments on Instagram, to just post the picture and not be worried about how many people are following them. She's really doing some really great stuff because I can't as a 50-year-old tell people that, but it's so much more powerful when a 27-year-old hot blonde chick says that to a to an audience of new a new generation that has never not had social and okay. the issues that they're going through. I'll give so, you that her honesty is a plus. I will believe that and even stand behind it. Her honesty is a plus for sure. As absolutely. And Stevie, it's not that she she is actually Spotify exclusive and she has in fact been paid up. Hello? 60 plus million dollars for her exclusivity as a 27 year old. Hey, I am super all for that. Mind you, she is the, I think the second biggest deal for podcasters or maybe the third because those three dudes, who's those three guys that Amazon mm-hmm. just paid? Mm-hmm. Those th- Jason Bateman and. Oh yeah. 30 million. Yeah. She's way more pay- high paid than them for sure. And she owns her right. She owns her IP She's doing her own thing. She's the one that's actually, in all honesty, she's driving so much traffic into Spotify. Me being one of those people, I do yep. not listen to Spotify only for listening to Call Her Daddy. Every Wednesday, I'm there to listen to what she has to say. Uh, she's really doing her best to educate so many people about so many things that folks don't talk about. It's really great. She I'll just had Amanda, Amanda Knox in her latest episode, an exclusive with Amanda Knox talking about the exactly what happened to her from the perspective of what if you went to a different country for school and you ended up where you ended up. I mean, it, it was astounding. I was just sitting there with my mouth agape because all you saw was what happened with Amanda Knox and like Foxy Noxy and all of these things that happened. And when you get the behind the scenes of what went down, it really, it was a riveting interview. She, she's a phenomenal interviewer, by the way, she's really good. And she's gotten so much, um, some really great guests. So I would suggest for all of the young folks, like I'm waiting to see when I can introduce, call her daddy to my children. And oh, I think it's a little too much right now, but you think, I know. No, I think that uh, your children yeah. are the perfect age to hear about oral sex <laughs> strategy, especially if it's called gluck, gluck, gluck. Yeah, I know. And see, this is what That's I'm saying. It's disgusting like at she's all. also forced me. Here's the other thing. She has really forced me to look at my own biases and resistance mm-hmm. to conversations mm-hmm. and totally criticism about so much. And the reason that I've been, I've called myself out is because she really is doing great for her age. Like, I hope that she continues. I hope that- That's definitely true. As a 27, mind you, what were you, let's all say what we were doing when we were 
between the ages of 25 to 27? And could we manage 60 plus millions of dollars? First of all, I can always manage millions of dollars. I have no problem with that. Oh, okay. Uh, her mom is also a therapist. So she has mm-hmm. uh, have all, has always been pro-therapy and she is a huge pro-therapy person, constantly talking about how incredibly important going to therapy has been for her and how it is a, a really seminal thing we all need to do. And especially young women that are going through these like challenging parts and things that she has really called herself about, her bad behaviors, her patterns of behavior, and how she has shifted that into being a better human and understanding her responsibility in this space. Her parents are really solid. She has a really strong family, too. It's all of these wonderful things that she does. And she's an amazing writer. Like, she, oh, and here's the other thing, folks. She does all of this stuff by herself, meaning she records on her own. She has the, she, she writes her own stuff. She'll record on her, you know, on her bed. There's some of the behind the scenes when she does all that stuff. It's really phenomenal. I think now she's probably outsourced her audio because why wouldn't you, right? Oh, you're just fangirling all over her right now. I am. You're the one that put it on our show notes. You know that I've been fangirling about doing it forever about her. Anyway, let's go ahead and move into the latest thing about Apple Podcast. You want to do that? I'll just say this. Probably the biggest problem and the reason I can't get past the Alex Cooper thing is that she was in high school with my daughter and therefore perpetually a moron. Like anybody who's the same age as your kid is just the same age as your kid. You can't, like for me, I can't get past it. Like, like there were some girls that were at our event that are the same age, you know, born in the same year as M. And I was very impressed with their professionalism and their dedication and stuff, but I still see them as the same age as my kid. I can't get past it. Could yeah, you? It's not their problem. Of course I could probably get past it. Okay. So if the person was Hunter's age. Listen, like, I've been watching The Voice and there's that 14-year-old chick that just went, a young girl, young lady, who just turned 14. Her voice is unbelievable. And just thinking that she's the same age as my child, I'm like, that's amazing. And I can absolutely get over that. So I can't get over it. All right, so let's move on. All right, so let's move on. This, um, let's talk about that. This is actually of interest to, I think, a lot of you all. Um, Apple Podcasts did send out an email uh, the last week. So this would, you're hearing, so about two weeks before you hear this episode, they sent it out at the end of the week. And I'm just going to go ahead and read it real quick. Uh, So this is the email, quote, Dear Podcast Creator, we're excited to share some updates to our resources for creators and a new way to keep your show up to date on Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts for Creators, new tools and tips. Apple Podcasts for Creators now includes tools to build customizable marketing materials, tips for conversations with creators at companies like Limonada and more, get resources and guidelines for developing marketing and managing your content on Apple Podcasts, add it to your bookmarks, and stay up to date with the latest developments in podcasting. So I'm going to stop right there so that we look at these. Jess, I'm going to share my screen for those of you who are watching us live, which is something that we do uh, at She Podcast here when we do this stuff. And I'm sure that there's a lot of folks that don't even know you could do this. Jessica, I am going to show you this thing because I was kind of impressed and I'm super, super loving this. Okay. Are you putting stuff on the screen there? Because I'm not going to be able to no, see. No, I'm done. So, I'm sorry. Okay. 
So here is the promote your podcast page that is for you. So let's put She Podcast in here as the show. Do you want to put episode or show? Which one do you want? Episode or show? Let's do episode, last episode. Okay, let's do episode. And then I'm just going to put She Podcasts. And then there we are. Look at this. Muck, wreck, muck, rack. So let's tap on that. Oh, my God. That was our title? Yeah. And so here's this. Look at what happens. So as soon as you put that in there, you get all of these. You can actually choose what you want from these. You can tap another one if you want to add another. What I don't even know what these IAB banners are, but whatevs. There it is. You really don't have a choice on what it looks like, as you can see here. Uh, meaning yeah, that why are those there? That's weird. It's very strange. So what you get is you, for those of you who are listening, you go over to tools.applemediaservices.com and, and the link will be in the show notes so that you can find this place. You put your uh, podcast name in there and then it takes you to a place that already has pre-selected sizes to create certain assets for your show. The promotional assets are at the bottom and you can download all the assets. There's a button that you can download all of the pre-crafted graphics for your show. They are done like either like, you know, 1080 by 1920, which is for obviously Instagram stories or 1080 by 1080 for your Instagram feed. And then there's other types of choices that you can have there. Now you can also add an cool. affiliate token you can have a campaign if you're running a campaign. Let's say you're just doing a link to Instagram stories. You can name it that. I'm not sure what this ITSCG token is. I guess we could see what that is. What is that? ITSCG parameter is a group level token for the Apple Services Performance Partners Program. Okay. I still don't understand what that is. And then <laughs> there's another one at the bottom, but then at the bottom, it gives you the content link. So you can copy the link that's really long or you can actually generate a short link for your podcast and it's super short. It's like, you know, the apple.co slash and then it's got like a bunch of like a bit.ly link right at the bottom. So they're really creating it, making it super easy for you to share the links directly to Apple Podcasts. I think that they're doing, yeah. I think this is very nice. They're very nice that they did that. You can check out the link in our show notes for a blog post that I, I put up over on the Libsyn blog because... There's a lot of people. In fact, anybody who's in the chat, maybe I think I already see it. Look, let's see. Bonnie says, I swear I don't get these emails from Apple. Bonnie, you are not, you are not the, no, no, no. It's not even spam. You, I mean, did Sometimes you get the email from Apple? Hmm. Jess, did you? I think so. You got this email? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look. I almost always get it in spam. Okay. Go ahead and check it out. Cause I honestly, I got it to my, Apple ID email. That's where I got it. Mm. There's a lot of people who don't get these emails. So what I'm doing is whenever I do get the email, I immediately publish it on the Libsyn blog so people have access to see what the heck, right? They're going to be sending more information out there. But anyway, that was like one of the things that they covered in there. And I have... Honestly, I can't find it. I told you. No, there's not many people that get these things. It's like... They get missed. They just don't come out. But then there's another bit in this email that says, quote, RSS feed refresh. Now there's an easier way to make sure your show on Apple Podcasts displays the latest episodes made to your RSS feed. If you've updated your show's RSS feed with new content or metadata and do not see the changes reflected within Apple Podcasts, 
after a few hours, you can refresh your feed manually in Apple Podcasts Connect. Please contact us with any questions. Again, this is a link in the show notes. You're welcome to go ahead and check it out for yourself. But they essentially tell you what they're trying to do is they have it kind of go, if you're going into Apple Podcasts, don't yell at your podcast host that your show's not showing up in Apple Podcasts. Just go inside Apple Podcasts Connect after a few hours, not like seconds, and hit that refresh button. I think it should be pretty clear what you need to do. And there you have it. And that means... I feel like this is something I would have liked like five years ago. Like, where have you been, Apple? They did have it five years ago. They did not. Yes, they did. They've had it historically, but this is what happened. They first started it way back. I mean, one of the first things that Apple did was have this refresh thing. But what ended up happening is podcasters, what do you think podcasters do when they release an episode and they want everybody to listen? They were going in there, hit refresh, hit refresh, hit refresh, hit refresh. So all podcasters were overusing the tool and Apple took it away. Then they re-put it back in. And then they re-took it away. And now they re-put it back out. They put it back out one more time. So Blame it on the content creators, not Apple, for doing it. Yeah, that. but that you, how can you stop that? It's kind of like us saying, please don't go check your stats. I'm just saying Spotify's had that all along. I've used it from Spotify. H- having it now and having it accessible now means I have to change. You've gone inside the Spotify like podcaster's place and refreshed our She Podcast. No, feed. no, no. But you do the, sh- I'm talking about the sharing tool. Oh, I was talking about the RSS feed. I know, you're talking thing. about the RSS feed. I know, you changed the subject. I'm going back to the sharing tool. It's a little late for them to be putting that together, don't you think? Don't you think that they could have had that like a really long time ago? And like, where the hell have they been? You could really say that about a lot of what Apple's been doing. I'm saying Spotify's had that so long. Like now the whole habit is to go into Spotify and share it. That's probably the only reason they made it. Possibly. Yeah. Which is good. That's why competition is good, no? Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's the way to do it. But anyway, that's what's going on with that. Uh, Let us move on. Oh, I can actually share this next time, Jess. Tell us about your project. You want to know about my project? It's just making me happy. So yes, I have a project that I decided to do for myself. I am chronicling my 100 days until I turn 50 years old. I wanted to do this for myself in a way that felt easy. That wasn't like like I didn't feel the pressure of having to produce something 100 days. And... I also wanted to make it in a way that I didn't really think too much about quality in the sense of production value based around what I was making because it was really, it really is for me. And I was thinking like, what would I like to either leave my children or something that I'm, that I want to remember about myself when I'm 50 and what I looked like when I was 50 and what I did in my daily life when I was 50. So I am taking little snips of video of myself doing random things during the day. It's never longer than maybe 20 seconds a day that I'm taking and I'm putting it all together like into one, it's going to be one large video at the end, right? But I'm also releasing them or I have little, I've kind of cut it down too. So every 10 days I'm exporting that out. So I'm doing that a little bit more um, bites, not snacky, 
It's a snack, snack bites. <laughs> and they're never going to be, the video is never going to be longer than two minutes and 20 seconds because I wanted to be able to share it like on Twitter or something like that. And uh, I've been having a really good time and it's coming out really well. And I really like the ease of just taking my, like just taking quick video. Like it does, it doesn't, no fancy, not the proper like lighting, not putting the makeup on, not choosing the outfit, just in my life. And I'm really digging it. And it's so exciting. And it's also making me think so much about who I am and who I want to be. It's a really wonderful way to just continually remember I, for myself, for myself, that I'm hitting a milestone that feels big to me, that feels powerful to me. And that I get an opportunity to meditate, like even if it's 20 seconds of me taking a video, not that I'm meditating, but it, it forces me to remember this is happening and I'm absolutely loving the intention behind it for myself. And it's really brought up a lot of really interesting thoughts in my brain. So, yay. It's cool. Yay. I love it. Same. Snacking on Elsie in her 50s. That's so funny snacking on Elsie. That's crazy. Um, and I'm doing it all on my iPhone too. It's And it's super easy. I'm using an app called Splice, which I think is super easy. To, it's so easy to use. And I just, I'm adding all the things in there and I'm digging it big time. So I'm having a good time with myself. Yay for me. Yay, That's my tip. And if you want to see some of those things, I'll put a link in the show notes to my Twitter thread. There's a Twitter thread. I'll probably share some of those videos on Instagram. And I'm thinking of maybe another place to publish it, but I'm not sure what I want to do with these yet. Again, all of this is for me. It's not for y'all. <laughs> it's for me. Yeah. And so I'm trying to figure out like what's the best place for me to be able to reference it because I've done work like this in the past where I was super proud of um, doing like video audio journals that I've, I've kept over the years. And every single one of the things that I was using disappeared. Like all of the services disappeared. Do you remember Posturus? Do you remember that? Posture, what? Post? P post, I think it was Posturus. Let me see if I can find. Yeah, uh -huh, Posturus Spaces. Do you remember that? I used to love, I'm going to put this? it it's in like, chat. Is it like Pinterest? It's, it's like this. No, it was like a mini, mini blogging platform where okay. you could very easily post text, video, or audio, or images. And it was like a feed. It's kind, it would, I guess it would kind of be like Twitter, but it was a blog. So it could have your own, like it was just your own feed. It was kind of pseudo Tumblr, kind mm. of, I don't even know how to say it. All I know is that I really <laughs> dug, I really dug that service. And I had, I used to post to it all the time. Like it was my way of chronicling my life. I would just put a picture up and put something super small. And it was never like for marketing purposes. It really was just for me. And I loved yeah. looking at all that stuff. And then Postress went under. It just disappeared. What? The service is gone. And all your content also disappeared. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, there's nothing. And, and because they were hosting all the content too. It's like that was part of the deal is that I could 
do it via email, I could post using my email. So I would just email things and they would just go up on the blog. And it was great because I would attach everything to the email and it was perfect. They had a player, everything was on it. And I never had to think twice about it. And um, hence they disappeared because it was free. So that's a shame. It's a shame, dude. It's a shame. Anyway, that's my project. Let me know what you think about it. I think it's cool. And um, I think it's a great idea. It's fun to be able to chronicle, yeah, turning 50 and it'll be something you'll have forever. I hope so. I love that. I hope so. Elsie's Tooltip. Okay. Even though it's Elsie's Tooltip, I'm going to tell you about SetApp today. SetApp is a super cool I guess I would call it a subscription service slash software offering where you spend about, well, first of all, they call it Setup, the best apps for Mac in one suite. If you go to Setup, S-E-T-A-P-P dot com, it says think tasks, not apps. But basically, there are some things that I, at this point, cannot live without. And some of them are horse pucky and some of them are amazing. So let's go with first what's amazing. They have something on there called Clean My Mac, which I use quite a bit. Basically, it covers like it, you know, you you turn it on and it scans your Mac for any extra files and BS that you don't need, you know, stuff that that like gets kind of clogged up in your in your memory or, you know, your whatever your processing is. Sometimes little files are made that never get cleaned out. So Clean My Mac is, you know, dedicated to clearing up your space, protecting your Mac and speeding it up a little bit, which I do, you know, whenever my computer gets a little wonky. Another one that I really like is Gemini, although I haven't quite figured out how to master it. That is not because of them, though. It's because of me. I have too much crap. But Gemini is something that will remove duplicate files. If you download the app on your phone, it removes duplicate pictures on your phone, which sometimes you can get, or at least similar ones. So like if you're on your phone, you take 15 like similar pictures just to make sure you get one good one. It will help you get rid of the rest. Um, So I really like Gemini. The problem is that when I open Gemini on my computer, I have so many, I have Dropbox, I have G Drive, and I've, and I've made copies of copies. So I have a hard time getting rid of it without worrying that I'm getting rid of all of it because <laughs> I'm all, apparently I'm a hoarder of digital documents. Um, and it makes me, it makes me nervous to get rid of them. I'm trying to look for some of the ones that I have like specifically installed because you don't have to install them all. That's the thing. Like with setup, you can pick which ones you like, which ones you, you know, don't need and you can take them on and off through setup, which is kind of like docked on your computer the way that Adobe Creative Suite is docked on your computer. So my mapping software, iThoughts X, Commander One, which manages your files and connections. Oh, quickly rename files by the batch. I love that one. It's called Renamer. That's a really good one. Mm -hmm. Because have you ever, like, for example, like Margarita gave me all of our files, but the file names for all of our photos is She Podcast Live 2022 Photography by Marie. You know, it's just like the longest named ever. And it's not that I don't want to give her credit where credit's due, but I might also want to just rename them SPL 2021 underscore one. One. (laughs) you know absolutely yeah so renaming a batch is super cool and then of course there's archiver which is just zip your shit up because you know macs don't really come with a good zipper like win like windows has winzip we don't have that 
So they have a good one called Archiver. Text Sniper means you can extract text from anything. You don't know how good that is until you're trying to get like someone's email address from something or let's say, oh, here's where I've gotten it. The top 100 brands run by a woman. Like sometimes I want to take those brands and put them in a spreadsheet, find their websites, find their marketing person and ask them if they want to be a sponsor. Mm-hmm. So I can snake that text just to make my own little spreadsheet. I'm not snaking any information that, you know, I'm not like going underneath and snaking something that's not mine. I'm just able to make a list right. based on what they've written, which is good. PullTube, which is one where you can download and convert stuff from YouTube, which is helpful if you're making TikToks and the sound bite that you need is from there. Or if there's a little bit of audio that you want to put in a TikTok or an Instagram reel, PullTube is a good one for that. I mean, but they just have so many more, like there's all different categories, lifestyle, creativity, productivity. They have one called 24-hour wallpaper, which, um, you know, is kind of like a scene that will have the sun rise and set based on your time zone, which I think is really cool. It's kind of fun. Um, Personal diaries, Instagram on your Mac instead of on Instagram.com, which I've never tried, but that looks kind of cool. Just all kinds of cool stuff. And I think it's only like $10 a month, right? It's $10 a month. And you know, interestingly, everything that you talked about, I don't use any of those apps. What? You don't use any of them? I don't use it. No, I don't use any of them. Oh but my gosh. I use a whole slew of ones you did not talk about that I'm that I'm obsessed with. Actually, well, I the just first found thing, one I, called I, I, Icon I'll, I'll, Jar. I got to download I'm going to be wrong. I'm going to call myself out. I do okay. use the first one you mentioned. The Mac clean cleaner my Mac? thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the clean one. my Mac. Yeah, I own, I have clean my Mac, but I also mm. have so many other ones that I use on the daily that Jess did not mention. Mm-hmm. And so, what this is, it's sort of like a, it's sort of like think about this. <laughs> I know this is a weird analogy because people make it all the time, but it's the best thing. It's like the Netflix for apps. Okay, yeah. So you get like well you subscribe. Said. To Netflix, and you have access to all of this content, like, you know, movies and TV shows and like all the things. So set app is exactly the same. So you subscribe for $9.99 a month, and you have access to all, I mean, so many of the best, most beautifully designed Mac apps that are absolutely useful out there. The Clean My Mac Mm -hmm. one, I think it's $39.99 a year. Um, Ulysses is another one that I subscribe to. That one is $30 a year. Um, There's another one that I subscribe to as well. That's also X amount of year. And mind you, I've already paid for these. So I've already bought these and I'm also paying a subscription for them. So what happens with setup is you get the latest. So if if the um, developer decides to release a new update with new functionality, you get the full app. Like you don't have to be nickel and diming and like, I don't know if I want to go with the, with the pro. I want to stick with the free. You get the pro. You get the yeah. pro. You get, you get the, the updates. You don't have to. The whole thing. And so you get access to all of these incredible apps for $9.99 a month. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, if you don't use any of these apps, Maybe you can test out a couple of them, but even for me, looking at what they have to offer just with Ulysses and Clean My Mac, I'm essentially almost paid for the entire year for <laughs> with just those two. Ulysses is my favorite, like 
I all I have Ulysses in there. Oh my god, it's 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 all laid out like Notion too. It is amazing. It? So Ulysses, I've been a fan on for uh, forever. There's so many. I could talk about all of these yeah. in ad nauseum. Yes. iThoughts is another one that I use all the time. It's a beautiful app to be able to do all the things with. Mm-hmm. They are yeah, unbelievably like the stuff. And so, and let me tell mm-hmm. you one of the reasons that they're doing this as well. And this is something that is really powerful for developers of apps is that being or paying set apps this way gives the developers a bigger cut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I may be wrong about this, but I don't no, think I am. Sounds like it makes sense. A bigger cut of their apps than what Apple gives them. Because as you know, this is a huge fight. Whenever Apple does anything, they take a massive cut. So if somebody's subscribing to Ulysses, let's say it's $30 a month or whatever, they still get a cut out of that. I think it's, what is it? Is it 30%? They get 30% of that sale? I don't know. I, that part, I don't know. But it makes sense that they would do that. Yeah. And so they are, all of these independent developers have banded together to provide as much value so that you subscribe in one, in essentially for one payment, but you are, but they're getting the majority of the money for that. And mm-hmm. it's more empowering to them because they're kind of skipping over the whole app store craziness that happens because again as you know being featured in apple Podcasts still is possibly one of the most powerful ways to get people eyes on your show but this is like it's the same thing for app developers if your if your app isn't being featured in the app store people can't find it it's very hard to find apps it's very hard to get vetted uh, the good vetted apps ones that are really really useful and if you just subscribe to set app it gives you the best of the best curated by some incredible independent developers out there and they're getting the money i'm a huge fan yeah i like it too i actually love doing tooltips we should do them every time do you guys like our tooltips because i kind of love doing them i feel like there's so many things that you and i use and don't use and talk about and don't talk about and often if i'm looking for a specific thing you're the first person i ask to know like have you ever looked for this thing, found this thing, used this thing, gotten sick of this thing. Like you're the first person I ask. I don't I mean I'm sure I'm not for you, but I like sharing tech crap with you guys because I feel like it helps us all figure out how to organize and be productive and you know that's my my Achilles heel kind of is learning how to do that. I'm always learning how to do that better. Yeah. You but see you're you're like the uh, the eternal I want to have all the tools but then you never stick with one whereas with me just with project management that's not true only project management okay what have you stuck with that you've kind of not given up on well setup for one um, when did you Explorer. start paying for setup it's not oh Scott's a had it for years 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 I've had it for years yeah Scott's had it for years so I've had it for years. Okay. Like, for example, we could talk okay. about Slack and all the stuff that could do why we like Slack. We could talk about which do we prefer, Keynote versus PowerPoint versus Prezi versus, hey, where'd I go? Versus some other stuff. We could talk about font. I mean, maybe you guys don't care about this because I know not every podcaster needs this, but I have font management systems that I've tried. I like Font Explorer because it gives me the opportunity to like type in the thing and see how it's going to look before I, you know, there are some websites that let you download free fonts. And if you have a subscription to them, like for example, Creative Fabrica, 
you can download a thousand fonts and then not know which one you need for which things. Like if you're creating your own Instagram graphics and stuff. So I don't talk about it all day. You think I'm just all fickle about my tech, but only when it comes to project management. And that's because it's the most important thing. And because none of them are perfect. So I just feel You're like correct. I have to try other ones to see if it's better than what I'm already using. But I also think that it, on project management, it really depends what the situation is, right? So I know how to project manage myself and what mm-hmm. works for me. But it's yeah. a completely different conversation if I now have to include other people, right? So the minute you scale up and you now have to share this with other people, Mm-hmm. then it becomes a completely different conversation because one of the key aspects of a system is that you're able to share it and add other people to it. So if I have everything local and I built a system to myself, it's not helpful. Part so. of why I'm always moving is because I am trying to find something that I can share with like six people. And first I have to make it look like something. And then when I start sharing it, does it work? And right now, I mean, I mean, for our event, we used Asana. And it was okay, but I still, I still pull back from Asana because it's not visually as appealing as other things. So I, I like the, the functionality, but I want to find that functionality, but let me design my own dashboard kind of like Notion. I'm still into Notion. Right. I can't get away from Notion. Notion is a really helpful thing. Anyway, we can start to wrap it up. We are wrapping it up today. Wrap it up, flip it, rub it down. Go for it. Okay. Thank you guys. I guess we're done. Yay! Thank you so much for listening to She Podcast episode 338. We were so happy that you were here to watch us dance and move around. And thank you for listening as well. If you want to find us on social, please do. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also find us on our website, ShePodcast.com. And you can f- email us if you have anything important to say. And even if it's not that important, feedback at ShePodcast.com and get ready. Watch out for our new membership coming to a theater near you. That will be membership.shepodcast.com. We're still working on it though. So hopefully by the time you hear this, it will look like something special. Our recordings are coming. They're almost ready. They're going to be out by Thanksgiving. So if you're hearing this when it comes out, which is after Thanksgiving and you want the recordings, again, go to membership.shepodcast.com. Check it out. Um, we will see you later. Thank you so much again. Love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs>